Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. A massive welcome. So good to have you joining from wherever you are listening to this. Uh, could be in your room. could be... Not in your room. <laughs> so good. Hey, uh, my name is Dan, and actually for the very first time here with my wife, Claire. Yes, it is the first time that we have been put together. Yeah. We've done them separately, but they've never allowed us um, to join. So we'll see. Like, I apologize <laughs> see if they regret it <laughs> in advance. But at the same time, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And if yeah. we have an argument together, well, just join in on the argument, yeah. uh, and maybe a bit of be real some, life um, yeah, information. Infotainment and uh, entertainment. Yeah, it's that always good to entertainment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had it's so cool having you join with us today, and we're so excited and to be honest, pretty privileged to be able to continue a series uh, that has been going on this week on humility. Pretty great. big one. It is a great one. I'm awesome at humility. You are amazing. <laughs> I'm so good at it, babe. So good. When it comes to being humble, you are the example. I'm the humblest. Yeah, the humblest. <laughs> Classic youth pastor, right? Just yeah. makes up words. Yeah, that's what we do. But uh, what we're going to be talking on, especially on, on this sort of podcast and focusing on, is the idea that humility leads to grace. Yeah. Which is a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. Humility leads to grace. And kind of the key verse that we're going to be sharing out of. Is the great book of Psalms. Oh. Psalm 149 for, it's one of your favorites, eh? Babes. You always know it's a goodie when it's from the Psalms. It says, For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. It, it is a good one. Yep. And the great thing about Psalms is it, it really hits you straight. It does. <laughs> encourages you, but yeah. also leaves you feeling pretty challenged. It really does. It does it in a really nice way. Yeah. It, it sounds beautiful, <laughs> yeah. but you're like, oh, that one is that actually one, tricky. <laughs> yeah, that's challenging. Yeah. Especially humility, right? Yeah. Like, as you said, babe, you are amazing <laughs> at humility. And anyone who knows you in the youth pastor world and beyond knows that you are super humble. Yeah, totally. Com- but confident. 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 But I'm joking. Yeah. Like humility yeah, is actually, no I think, totally. one of the hardest. Yeah. Because it's it's not our default is to be really humble. So true. <laughs> it's not our default. It actually doesn't come naturally. It's actually, it is hard. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, although obviously we're not talking about relationships, I think yeah. Yeah, relationships are a great indicator mm-hmm. as to like how the humility is going in our lives. Um, you know, even between us, I guess we can get a bit vulnerable and what we're about and uh yeah share some of our <laughs> humility struggles yeah you know mm-hmm. we say things like well actually so we don't say things you say things like oh, you just need to get better or change or get better and change you it's know true. just the slight to bring you down yeah bring me down <laughs> bring to it back build down me back to up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh humility humility but i uh, even yeah I, I guess even when people are thinking about relationships you know, a lot of the time uh, we think, oh, we're bringing, you know, when we get into a relationship or about to get into a relationship, those of you listening, you know who you are. Uh, you know, we think, all right, we are bringing nothing but wisdom mm. and good smells. You know, yeah. that's all we are bringing is just all the good stuff. Uh, humility would say otherwise, that there's maybe a bit of other things coming into the relationship, into the friendship, into the partnership, exactly. into the group dynamics that mm-hmm. maybe we're not necessarily expecting. 
Um, I think, yeah, as soon as we kind of got married, we both came in pretty confident, like, we've got this. Yeah. We know we know ourselves so well, you yeah. know. Marriage, like got it. Got it. But I think when you, when you get into that relationship, you actually figure out how much you start to learn, not just about the other person, which you think that's what's going to happen. You actually just learn so much about yourself. So much. And actually what you need to work on, eh? <laughs> yeah. It is, it's very true. Like, yeah. it's, it's amazing what you learn about yourself yeah. <laughs> in marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'll give you an example. I did not realize that filling up the kettle with water once you're done was such a big deal. In fact, this has been one of our battles for the last five years of marriage. It's like, you know, if you're listening and you're with me on this one, you know, not in a relationship, just maybe in your family or your flatmate, mm. it's like, hey, if you're done with the kettle, just put water in it so the next person can use it. No, see, I think it's the person's job. If you're going to go make a coffee, you fill up the kettle. Yeah, but you're just saying that because I'm the only one who makes you coffees. No, I use the kettle, morning. but it's okay if it's empty. I'll go fill it up. It's the job of the person who's turning on the kettle to fill it up. Not if you've just poured it out, you don't have to go and fill up again. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, I'm going to take the humble <laughs> approach and say... You can't just say humble approach just because that's what we're talking about. You've to work on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Not even some of the... <laughs> Ongoing journey. Yeah. Ongoing journey. Uh, I guess some of the, the biggest challenges, it, it really is. It's, it's been humble mm-hmm. in any situation, things that maybe you didn't realize you needed a bit of humility in, mm-hmm. um, that even in our everyday lives, I think winning the battle of pride isn't about changing others. It's actually about the pursuit of change in us. Yeah. That it actually starts with us mm-hmm. and it starts within us. And I love even going back to the, the psalmist that the Lord takes delight yeah. in his people and he actually crowns the humble with victory, that, that we can stand in victory but it's the the daily pursuit in the change within us and it's and it's a removing of of pride yeah and replacing it with humility it's a big one yeah and i, I think when we look at it that pride's default like before we're talking about our default and i think yeah. often it is pride and pride's default is self-dependence mm. when humility's default is god's dependence yeah, nice. because of self which i think is really cool yeah that's cool mm. got yeah exactly God's dependence because of self or yeah. despite self. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And there's a really cool verse in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 11, one of my favorites. And it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Mm. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and in insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, look, if that doesn't encourage you, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what will today. Yeah. That, we can just sign off right we there. We could. Yeah, just read scripture the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's great stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so what does that mean to you? I mean, for you personally, obviously, let's unpack that scripture a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully some things that maybe you've learned, I've learned, mm-hmm. can encourage some people listening. Yeah, and I think one thing we take away from that verse is that God's power is made evident in our struggle. Yeah, so God's true. power is made evident in our struggle. There was a time, um, probably quite early into marriage, eh, and we were kind of mm. going through a crossroads. Just I was in a place of trying to figure out exactly where I should go. Job was changing. Um, we were looking at a house, but it just didn't really seem like that could work out. Yeah. And we were actually at a prayer meeting um, one night. And I remember one of the pastors was sh- saying that he felt like um, some people were feeling like they were in a maze and they yeah. were a bit 
um, stuck, but to take heart that God sees beyond the maze and beyond the roadblock that you're facing. And I remember listening to that and I'm like, yeah, I know that God, (laughs) I know that there is something out of the tough times. I know that there is a way out. I know that God is so good, Mm -hmm. that God is faithful, but it doesn't change how I'm feeling right now. And that I was feeling really frustrated and I was feeling really confused and I didn't know which direction to take. Mm. Um, And I think the cool thing about that is God's power is evident through the struggle, not just his power is at the end. Or we see his power, we see his glory at the end. It's actually during the really tough times is when God is evident and we can see it. But I think even for me, I was so focused on the end goal that I was missing out on seeing how God was so powerful in my struggles and my weaknesses. I was just so focused on the strength at the end. So I think for me, that was a big moment of understanding that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah, and I think Mm. even maybe for some people listening, you may find yourself at a crossroad right now or, you know, like Claire and I, Mm. maybe you feel like you're currently in the maze. And I just feel like there's a word actually at the moment that that God's power is for now as well. And it's Mm. not for when you get out of the maze. It's actually right now and, and available to you and to us. Yeah. And yeah, and I, and I love that, that when we are weak, then I'm strong. <laughs> mm. That God's strength is able to sustain and be sufficient no matter what we are currently facing. So, And thank goodness, right? Because thank goodness. there's a lot of weaknesses and yeah. there's a lot of tough times and there's a lot of struggle, yeah. but that's that's not the end of the story. Like yeah, it's not like, oh, right. you're struggling. Oh, well, God's not tapping <laughs> yeah, out. That's, right. that's not his point. Be like, oh, you don't have it all together. Like that is when he is evident. That is when his power is really shown to us. Yeah, that'd be tough, eh? Yeah, Jesus imagine. to God and goes, look, God, I got nothing here. Yeah, they're struggling. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm the struggle. Man, but thank goodness. Oh, yeah. Thank the Lord. Yeah. That is so true and, and so encouraging as well. And mm-hmm. I think for the second point that uh, we want to draw out to share a bit of encouragement, especially from that verse in 2 Corinthians, is the idea that actually speaking out weakness mm-hmm. brings breakthrough. Yeah. Speaking out current weaknesses brings ba- breakthrough. <laughs> breakthrough. Breakthrough. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I think having people in our lives that listen, uh, bring wisdom and pray for us, Yeah, this process of speaking it out, and I think the key here is to the right people, mm. really helps almost replace pride with grace, uh, problems with wisdom, confusion with hope. That's right. amazing how the Holy Spirit uses people, uses people around us yeah. to actually be part of the solution, be part of the strength that we are looking for. Mm. Uh, you know, I guess example is, it's kind of like, when you have a whole bunch of things in your head, I don't know if this happens to you, but when you have a whole bunch of things in your head and you kind of get it out of your head. So one of the great techni- techniques they say is to get a pen and paper yeah. and like write everything write that's in your down. head, write get it, it all, all out. on a piece of paper. Yeah. And it's amazing how it just kind of frees a whole lot of space, <laughs> yeah. mental capacity. But the same thing for us that that we we need people to be like that piece of paper yeah. and actually un- unload <laughs> and, mm. and sort of process everything that's going on in our head and our spirit and our heart and actually allow that to create some capacity and some space within us. For Claire and I, uh, we have a couple who are a bit older, <laughs> not that much older. That you know who you are. Yeah. Uh, that, that, are our, that are our paper. Yeah, right? totally. And, and they just create environments for us where we can be safe, trustworthy, mm-hmm. and just unload. And we are so thankful for that. And we have gained so much strength in our time of weakness by just having the right people yeah. create the right space and allow us to do what we need to do to gain to gain strength. And I'm totally. so, so thankful for their wisdom, their prayer, but also just the ability to, to unload. Yeah. Um, I guess speaking out is really important, but also speaking out isn't 
long posts on <laughs> Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, totally. I think so often we can be like, oh, okay, if I need to speak out my weakness, I need to tell everyone about it. Yeah. No. So, you know, I wouldn't encourage you now to go write an Instagram about everything that you're struggling yeah. with, every all of your weaknesses, not encouraging that. Or when people ask you, like, how are you? Doesn't mean every time you have to be like, super honest and telling yeah, every so emotion true. that you're feeling even though we have a lot of emotions yeah. like that's not what we're meaning but it's actually finding the right people yeah, right. who are a safe place to talk about our weaknesses who are a safe place to talk about what we're going through is so important and I think that humility is essential if we are to grow in grace and receive the strength from Christ yeah I love mm. that. hopefully this has been encouraging for you and just to really quickly wrap up in a couple action points uh, number one allow truth uh, to be filtered by grace, yeah. not pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, find someone, people, a couple who you can be unfiltered with. Yeah. What are some others in summary? Yeah, removing pride is not a one-off. It's a daily decision yeah. to make space for grace and to take responsibility for your own progression towards a greater dependency on God's grace. Yeah, so cool. Mm. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the time we've had together. We thank you that in our weakness, we can be strong through the power of your presence. We thank you, God, that even your presence is here right now. I pray you'll be with every single person listening, empowering them, encouraging them to keep stepping forward, pursuing your grace, and God recognizing when there's pride taking priority in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.